and welcome to another episode of Holding the Fire of Motherhood. So I have a question for you. Have you ever hit the wall and had a breakdown of whatever kind your breakdown is? So that might be going into huge uncontrollable rage. It might be sobbing for hours or days on end. It might be um, wanting to do nothing but sleep, whatever your version of breakdown is. Have you ever hit a breakdown and then not seen it coming? Kind of had this sense that, oh, I guess I guess I was kind of overwhelmed and doing a lot, but it really felt like it came out of left field. I have. I have done that. And um, what used to happen was I would go in these cycles of up, up and down. So it would be work, do too much, do too much, overwhelmed, resentful, angry, stressed, crash, pull back, pull back, do nothing, do nothing, do nothing, do nothing. Oh, now I feel fine. Build it up again build it up again, (laughs) crash, and, you know, so on and so on, right? I mean, when you look at it, it's just a really stupid way to live. Um, I guess we would call that kind of treating the symptom, right? There's no preventative health in there. So this tool that I want to talk, that I want to talk about today and share with you today is preventative It's something that we can do, A, when we have the feeling that we are really close to breakdown and we wanna catch it before it happens. We can also use it anytime things change and our situation has changed, anything changes, and this I talked about in the episode before this one, um, we can pull this handy little tool out. So this is called the self-care triage. And that's my name for it right now. That might change, but I love the idea of a triage because it reminds me of when you go into the emergency room at a hospital and they are making all sorts of decisions on what to do based on this snapshot of what's happening right now. So that's what we're going to do. So this is how this tool was developed. Noticing that I was on this roller coaster And then I started to think about how there's a way to look at our lives mathematically, probably many ways. This is one of them. For instance, I started to think about, okay, so say I'm holding, you know, two plates in my hand and one is the plate of all the things that I'm doing in a particular day. And as I do this, I actually have my hands out in front of me and I'm imagining holding that plate in my right hand. Interesting that it's my right. Uh, Which hand is it for you? And it feels heavy. I'm imagining all the things that I have, quote, on my plate. Feels heavy. Boom. And so that's one part of the equation. The other part of the equation is the other hand and the other plate. This is the things that I'm doing to support myself. Oh, hmm, that one feels quite a bit lighter. So 
that is one way we can visualize this. We have two things going on, our output and our input. Our output is all the stuff that we're doing on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis. This is the work that is being asked of us, either through our own choice or through situation and circumstance. The other hand, the other plate holds the things that we're doing to feed ourselves. It's, it's what we are putting into ourselves. And quite often, we have very heavy plates on the output side and very light plates on the input side. And if you just look at that, we know that there's going to be a crash because we can visually see that there's such a huge imbalance. So part of the genius of this tool is just actually having a way to explain depletion and imbalance in a visual way. Um, how else could we describe it? Well, we're going to be describing it in numbers. We're going to be ranking things on a scale out of 10. And we're going to be finding the imbalance in where we are right now. So here is the self-care triage tool. And again, here's when we can use it. When anything changes, anything changes, somebody's work schedule changes in the family. Sometimes we don't realize that that is a change, but it affects the dynamic of the full family. So we need to readjust when school ends or school begins, when holidays end or holidays begin, when um, activities start or end, when an extra project comes online for the family. So for example, right now, as you may or may not know, we are potentially moving. That is a new thing that has come onto our plate, our output plate. If I don't constantly take, pay attention to what's happening on my input plate, that's when depletion and overwhelm and the crash happens. I'm just not paying attention. I'm expecting myself to be a machine. You know, sometimes we do that, right? We just expect ourselves to never need an adjustment to um, just be able to do with deal with whatever happens. And in some ways, we, we are so good at that. We do deal with everything that happens. And there is a way to deal with things that happen that is conscious, that is intentional, that keeps us well nourished and keeps us growing. And then there's a way to deal with everything that depletes us, robs us of vitality and just makes us super fucking tired. And I've done both of those things. I've, I've done it both ways and I can tell you which one is better. <laughs> so here's what we do. Here's how we do the tool. In this tool, we're looking at three areas, emotional, physical and mental. So we have three plates here, the emotional plate, the mental plate and the physical plate. So if you had a piece of paper with you right now or your journal, you would have three pages and they would have those headings, emotional, physical, mental. So let's take emotional first. Here's what we're going to do. I want you to list all of the things that you do on an emotional level that you would consider output. These are things that are being asked of you 
or these are things that you are choosing to do. Okay, and you're just gonna list them all, all the ones that you can think of. So here's some things that I can think of right now. Um, I am wanting to make sure that I spend time one-on-one with each of my kids to connect with them and to hopefully have them behave better, be happier, and have less fights in the family. I am holding emotional space for women that I am supporting in my Facebook group. I am holding emotional space for friends of mine that are going through hard times. I am managing what it is to feel and tend to all of my emotions right now. I am working out dynamics between siblings and paying attention to that. So those are all emotional things that are being asked of me right now. Some I'm choosing and some are just circumstance. And anytime you want to pause, you just pause this and keep on writing and come back. So let's go to the other side. So now we we kind of have a sense of of the heaviness of that plate, right? And then I, I want you to give it a number out of 10. So what you are emotionally giving right now, where is it? I would say that my emotional output right now is probably, it's probably around an eight. It feels high. It feels high for me right now. So we've got a list of all the things and we've got a number out of 10. 10 being the highest, zero being nothing at all. So here's the next part of emotional. How are we feeding our emotional selves? How are we supporting our emotional selves? What is an input, a nourishment to our emotional selves? We're going to write down all of those things. So emotionally for me, I have two spring cleans set up a week with two sister goddesses. And this is a practice and women who have gone through a program, a Mama Gina program with me. And it is great for me being able to release tons of emotion around a certain issue. So that's part of my emotional health. I am doing a morning routine where I do a a prayer in the morning and I get myself set straight and I do some meditation that's feeding my emotion. I am, what else am I doing? I am going for walks to clear my head. And I would say that's all I'm doing right now. So I'm going to rank that at about, I think it's about a four out of 10. Yeah. So what is your number? Give yourself a number on the emotional input. Knowing that this is a snapshot just for now, as always, it would be great if everything just became, you know, static and we nailed it once and we never had to do it again. But this is a living tool, a living and breathing tool, which we will pull out all the time. Okay. So uh, what did I have on my output? So my output is eight. My input is four. 
Now, I'm not a math genius, but I have an imbalance of four. I am coming up four short. That's almost 50%. That means I'm almost giving in the emotional department. I am giving almost twice what I am filling back in. That's not going to work. You know what's going to happen? I'm going to have an emotional breakdown, which for me means I go, I, I hit the wall and I have nothing to give. I say no to everything. I um, lose my ability and, and frankly, my caring of connecting. I shut down, I withdraw and I go into internal. So this is something that I need to look at. So we're going to do the same thing with the mental. What is the mental output that is being asked of you right now? And that includes all the stuff that's in your head that requires you to think or problem solve or make decisions. And that is everything from the new creative project that you're doing right now to figuring out what's for dinner. And then how are you feeding? What's the input on the mental? What are you doing to support, to nourish, to feed your brain? And then you're going to give both, both of those a number out of 10. And you're going to see what the difference is. And then we're going to do it physically. So what is required? What is being asked of you physically right now? Are you on your feet a lot? Are you moving around a lot? Are you going from place to place a lot? Are you driving a lot? Which is a physical, a physical ask and has a physical effect. And then how are you feeding that? How is your rest? How is your exercise? How are all the things that your body responds to that soothes, strengthens, nourishes, replenishes your body? Give them both a number out of 10, figure out the imbalance. So this is uh, the first time I did this tool and the first time I shared it with other women, there was a mind blowing because for most of us, it was the first time that we had actually looked and had clarity and had a real visual representation of what was going on. And then we could say, holy shit, of course I'm depleted. And not just of course I'm depleted, but oh, of course I'm going to crash physically because I can see that my output is nine and my input is two. I have an imbalance of seven. Of course I'm going to crash physically. And this is where we can catch things before they become, well, before they, before they end in a breakdown. Okay. This is illuminating stuff, right? Here's what we do next. And you can do this with all three categories. I'm going to talk, I'm going to lead you through how to do it with one, and then you can do it with all three. So let's find our biggest gap. Let's find our biggest imbalance. So I will use my example, emotional. So I have an imbalance of four, which feels huge to me. I would say an imbalance or one, one or two, you're doing really well. As soon as you get past that, we need to go into action make some new choices, decide to, to correct that imbalance. Here's what we can do. We have two options. 
we can either take something off the output plate or we can add something onto the input plate or we can do a combination of both. Taking something off means that something that we are currently doing in that area, we say no to and we stop immediately. Putting something on the input plate is adding something that supports or feeds or soothes or nourishes that particular area. So we'll use my emotional as an example. I have an imbalance of four. So I'm first going to take something off. Sometimes what we want to do, because we might look at that list and we think, actually everything here I must do. There is nothing here I cannot take off. You know what? It's not true. So just know it's not true and just allow it to not be true and be okay with that. So sometimes we say, oh no, I can't take anything off this list. Everything is essential. And then all we do is we just want to add things on to our nourishment plate. We want to add to our input. And we do want to add to our input. But what we want to do first is take things off the plate. Take them off, take them off, take them off, take them off. We don't want to just add on to our nourishment plate. We want to do that as well, but not just that. Because when we just do that and we never say no and we never take things off the list, we lose the practice of building the muscle of saying no, of focusing only on what is essential and feels important and feeds us. So we're going to take things off. So let me see. What did I have on my list? Uh, I was thinking about siblings. I'm thinking about connecting with the kids. I'm thinking about supporting women in my group. I'm thinking about supporting friends who are in need. So as I go through this list, I already know which one I can take off. I cannot be a support to my friends who are in need right now, which means that when I get requests to get together, when I get requests to talk on the phone, when I get emails requesting advice or help, um, I need to say, I can't do this right now. I don't have the capacity right now. And maybe, maybe my words are more like, you know what? I'm really focused on these areas of my life right now. So I can't, I'm not setting up a lot of times to meet with people because I really have to focus my time and energy here. Or maybe it could be, I hear that you're having a hard time I so support you and wish the best for you finding your way inside and outside of this and let me know how it goes you know we, we can find the words and sometimes they're great words that last thing that I said actually didn't sound that great but that's okay so I don't it so it doesn't sound great so it doesn't sound perfect so it doesn't sound elegant that's fine we're practicing so I need to take that off my plate boom done I decide I don't let it be a gray area it is a black or white decision I decide yes gone boom now what I want to do is I do want to add on so I need to find something to add to my emotional health let me think about that 
I think what I need to do is actually, I, I want to receive right now. So what I would like to add on is listening to guided meditations where I get to lie on the floor in my duvet, get really comfortable and just listen to somebody's voice and receive the gifts of their voice and their meditation. And I could probably find specific meditations around emotional health, around um, heart, around love. So that's what I'm gonna add on to my plate. So you know what? I feel good. (laughs) Do you feel good? I feel good. I feel like, yes, the clarity on what I need to say no to, I don't need, I cannot do it all and I don't need to do it all. Boom, gone and adding something on. So in fact, what I have done is I've gone from seven. So I had an eight on my output. Now it's gone to seven. And I had a four on my output and now it's gone to five. So I'm now in a two range. I've got a seven and a five. My imbalance is only two now. It went from a four, almost 50% to two. Yay me. So do this exercise. It is so, it is freaking mind blowing. If you do it, please let me know. Do it right now. Even if you think that everything is great. You know what? Sometimes we think everything is great until we hit the wall. And then we look back and we think, why the fuck didn't I see that happening? I thought I was okay. Take your time and do this. And if you forget any of the instructions, send me a message and I will send them to you again. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you find out. Let me know what you decide to take off and what you decide to put on. I'm excited for you. This is epic self-care. This is what it is. As always, I am so grateful for your time and for your attention. You're doing a fucking great job. You are amazing. You are magnificent. You are gorgeous. You are vibrant. You are all that and a cherry on top. Take sweet care of yourself. I'll see you later.